Hello again, and welcome to Sex from the Couch podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arlene Krieger, clinical sexologist, marriage and family therapist, author of the book, Sex from the Couch. And you're listening to podcast.sexfromthecouch.com. In each episode, we will cover an aspect of sexuality that impacts you in your daily life experiences. Also a lot of fun to come with our Let's Talk Sex, Man on the Street interviews. Look for us around town. I'm dedicated to helping singles and couples normalize the experiences of the real normal of relationships involving sex, intimacy, dating, love, marriage, online dating, safe sex, negotiating your sexual desires and behaviors, finding love, men and women's health issues, sexual attraction and fidelity, creating trust, recreating trust, developing skills for choosing the right partner, and last but not least, how to create the relationships you want and deserve. You can read excerpts from the book, sexfromthecouch.com. If you find our discussions helpful, please leave an iTunes review or email your comments to askdrarlene at gmail.com. We are so action-oriented that we think of love as something to do. With Valentine's Day soon approaching, I thought some deep-hearted comments about love, dating, and the appropriate and inappropriate behaviors of the human mating rituals were called for. It is the method of merging an ultimate union through the heart. It is dualistic in the sense that one experiences love at first in relation to something or someone, separate from oneself. The goal and outcome is non-dualistic in the sense that the lover and the beloved merge as one. It is an interesting quote on the philosophy of love. However, it is delicate work in that it is too easy to get too much reward from the dualistic stage, that one cannot leave the separateness to proceed to the unitive stage. We are so action-oriented that we think of love as something to do. But most people have sadly found that you cannot make love if love does not already exist. Love has to spring spontaneously from within, and it is in no way amendable from any inner or outer force. Love and coercion can never go together. But love can be awakened within a person through love itself. Love is essentially self-communicative. Those who do not have it catch it from those who do have it. True love is irresistible, unconquerable. It goes on gathering power and spreading itself until eventually it transforms everyone it touches. There are different vehicles of lover for beloved. The essence, the love is the same. What one is loving within the other is love itself. When we say we fell in love, we say that the person found the key to unlock the place of your love. When the experience is mutual, you can say, Psychic chemistry allows both partners to fall in love or awaken to love. Since love is a state of being, that state to which we all want to return, we wish to possess love or we try to possess the key, but we find that is impossible. To possess the key is to lose it. We get attached to the methods and fail to realize that it is the goals and not the method we crave. A relationship that starts out as one that awakens love can only remain a living vehicle for love to the extent that it is continually made new. Play your role in the divine dance, but know it is such and recognize its divinity. Okay, let me break all of this down for you. The reality of today's dating scene is not as flowery and romantic as the above verse presumes it to be. This commentary is not gender biased, but rather derived from several interviews in the area. Their self-reports corroborate a general lack of dignity in dating these days. It is agreed that one must be thick-skinned in order to grin and bear the process and be able to roll with the punches that dating entails. Here are some excerpts on the subject 
from people interviewed. Susan says, Please do not insult us in meeting for a Sunday afternoon bite to eat on a first date and fool yourself into believing that you have the right to be in our personal space. You know, the hand-holding, playing with hair, touching waist, kissing, yuck, etc., etc., the audacity. Where is the precedence for this seeming familiarity and sense of entitlement? How presumptuous can men be? It seems quite so. These physical actions send a clear message to most women that you don't want to really know us, but are simply looking for a quick hookup to ease your loneliness or satiate your pleasure quota for the moment. According to Maria, someone please explain to those of us women with half a brain, come on, this is not brain surgery, why guys think they can schmooze you, kiss on you, invade your boundaries of respect, finish off their pork dumplings, and send you off with a kiss or two and a swift adios. Once we make it clear that we are not interested in going home with you an hour and a half into the date, they cool off and dismiss you and within 24 hours are on the next hookup. One of my friends claims that the men have a dating form of ADHD, where they can't even concentrate on you for more than 24 hours, and then there they are right back on the dating sites again. Elise responded, Please, keep your hands to yourself and grow up. Any self-respecting man that is sincere and wants to make a good impression on a woman would or should have the social graces by this stage of the game, come on, to know how to dance the divine dance. Carla says, I'm sorry that you think that hanging out with your boring selves was earth-shaking for us. Although it is true that there is a ratio of 10 to 1 in favor of more women to men, and the fact that society has evolved, or should I say sunk to new lows again, with the expectations that women will simply sleep with men because the pompous guy expects it, many of us women know who we are and will not fall for your unhealthy pitch. Jessica stated, Do you guys get it? Show us the respect that we deserve and either man up or don't waste our time. On a lighter note, a good male friend of mine requested that we as women not let the bad seed representatives of our male population ruin it for the good guys out there. And yes, indeed, there are still good guys around. One of my favorite quotes, If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Onward, my fellow goddesses. Your guy is out there. Just don't stop and linger too long among the epidemic of those hanging out in Clueless Park. Thanks for listening to today's topic. Please feel free to join me on social media with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn.